0: Hey, this is Jesse Canty. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course, and you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Cantor with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Listen, I got something powerful to talk about today. Do you remember in the Bible when the Lord gave out talents to three individuals? He gave out one five, the other one he gave two, and then the last one he gave one. And then he said he gave it to them according to their ability. That's something that's been sitting in my spirit for a long time, and God began speaking to me on that. Can I talk about it today with you? Listen here. I'm going to call this one, Lord, Increase My Capacity. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? I am your host, Jesse E. Canty, and this is episode number 86, and it is entitled, Lord, Increase My Capacity. This is going to be a bad one today, man. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I come before you. Touch me, and let my mind be focused on you, God. I pray right now that every uh, listener, that my God comes subject unto the will of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Have Your way, God. Be glorified through me and in me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Listen, I'm so grateful for you guys to tune back in. <laughs> kind of took me a day off yesterday. I went to go. Or actually, I went to go do some recording, and my voice wouldn't let me do it. And I've uh, been being fought in that area, but that's okay. We're going to win that thing. And just keep praying. I'm doing some things on my end. Due diligence. Uh, to prepare for that, but I know what the enemy is trying to do, and it ain't going to work. But we're here today with episode number six, and listen here, this is so powerful, I want to jump right into it. I want to read something to you in the Word of God. It's going to come from Matthew, Matthew chapter number 25, verse 14 through 30. I'm going to read verse 14 through 18 right now, and then we pick up the latter part at the very end. It's going to show you three different points today. That's going to minister to your spirit if you listen. I'm getting ready to distribute some heavenly wisdom unto you. You ready? All right, watch this. The Bible says concerning the parable of the talents uh, in Matthew, it says that the story revolves around a man. uh, I'm I'm just reading loosely to you now, and then I I quote the last one to you. The story revolves around a man who's uh, before going on a long journey, he assembled his own servants. And what he did when he distributed his own service, he gave to each one of them various amounts of money. Now, the word talent there means money. All right. So and I I am going to focus on money today. A lot of times when I'm ministering, uh, I, I try to spread it more than just money. And it is can go. It can go to just more than money. But I'm not going to be afraid, afraid or intimidated or shy away From the uh, Christ's intention of this parable, that He expressly was speaking concerning money, people, uh, people don't want to hear the church talk about money. And me as a preacher, I don't really like talking about money because because of that image that we get as that. But Christ talked about money more than He talked about heaven and hell combined. And he didn't do that just because he wanted, uh, he was greedy or he want us to be greedy because greed is not, uh, greed is a, uh, uh, is not coming from the spirit of God. It's coming from the spirit of flesh. Uh, so that's not why he wanted us to talk about money, but God wants to use money in this realm for the kingdom of God. Sorry. Right, now let me get back into this now. So when he talks about the talents. <clears throat> He gave them, the Bible says he gave his servants, he gave each one a various amount of money according to their own abilities. To one he gave five, to other he gave two, and the last one he gave one. They were to use this money to bring income to the master. Listen to this now. They were to use those talents, all that money, to bring income back to the master. And the man with five had earned another five talents, and the man with two, he doubled his also and earned another two talents. But the man with one went and dug a hole and buried it. That's what I want to stop reading right there. This parable that Christ gave us, I don't care who you are. You fit within one of those three different individuals who receive talent slash money in, 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 in life. And the master went away uh, and, and, and he going to come back to collect and see what you did with your money, as a child or as a servant—first of all, scripture—as a servant of the master, which means as a child of God. God is not. Ju- oh, I'm going to do my heart good to speak this statement to you because it's going to mess up the churchy folks. Hey, you ready? Here, here it come right now. God is not just going to quote me. Quote me right now. God is not just concerned about your soul only. I just said two words. You better quote Cranny right. I said Justin only. God is not just concerned about your soul only. Cause once he got your soul, that means you are his servant. And if you his servant, now he's going to turn towards the way you deal with the talents he have given you or the money that you have given you. He wants to see, because number one, you got to know that you were given that money to bring income back to the master and in church terminology. You were given that money to bring glory back to the kingdom of God. You were given that money to better exit. I'm hearing stuff now. More. I'm hearing God speak straight straight to me right now. You were given that money or the ability to hold that money and manage that money. You were given it by God to bring back glory to the kingdom of God. Let me say that I just heard him say it. You were given this money. To better execute your your ministry throughout the world for the glory of God. This is why he gave each individual. He did not have a fourth person here where the Bible says he gave nobody, gave somebody nothing. Nobody who's listening to me, I don't care if they say you ain't got a pot, pot what is it, a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. Nobody can say you have nothing. Either you got five, either you're being given five, either you're being given two, or either you're being given one, or anywhere within that. You cannot say God did not give you anything. He he had blessed every one of us. And now, it's three points I'm going to cover right now in this parable concerning our Lord, and I want you to consider. Number one, the master who distributes the talents. We're going to focus on God who gave it to us. Number two, the servants who improved their talents. Number three, and the last servant who buried his talent. That's what I'm going to cover in this 30 minutes right here. So let me get into this thing quickly. My subject is entitled, Lord, increase my capacity. Because number one, no, let me get back. Let me do it number one here. Number one, when God blesses you, he is the master who have distributed his Talents unto you. That means he is the one who have given you uh, the blessings you have. So in point number one, how did God bless us? He blessed us with his kindness out of kindness. Excuse me. He blessed us out of his kindness. These servants, which means you and I, we had nothing. We deserved nothing. We had no claim on what God had. So don't start thinking you deserve. I heard a preacher one time get so caught up and says I'm the righteousness of God, and this, and I understood what he was saying, but he walked me down a road that I had to dip out at the last end. And at the end, he walked me down that road. I'm the righteousness of God. He said, Well, in in other words, you do deserve this blessing, and you have worked for this blessing. And I said, Wait a minute. Now we are scratching and erasing the word favor. Favor me, unmerited. Come on, somebody. This is things you have not deserved. And I think we need to remember that so we do not get fleshy and start expecting to get something uh, that we are due. So we're not appreciative or grateful or or giving praise back to God and thanksgiving back to God for the many things he's done for us. So he have blessed us, everybody who's listening to me now, he have blessed us out of his kindness. I say again, neither one of us had nothing. We don't deserve nothing. And we had no claim to the master, yet he in his kindness, he delivered unto us all of his goods and his benefits. One of my scriptures, my wife's favorite scripture, what shall I render unto the Lord? I love that thing. What shall I, what, what, what shall I render? What shall I give back unto the Lord? You ready? For all his benefits that he have given unto me. God have been so good to us, it ought to wake you up in the morning and say, God, what can I give back to you for all of this goodness that you have given to me? So God have blessed us according to his kindness. This master had distributed these talents, this money, according to his kindness. And then the master also distributes the goods diversely. Watch that! I'm just taking a scripture and teaching something to you this morning. He, he, when he gave him five, when he gave him two, when he gave him one. Notice, beloved, that he did this diversely. He didn't give everybody five. I love it because if if we did that, somebody would be preaching he's a fair God. He, he give everybody everything on the same. No, 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 no. He's still a fair God, but he did not give everybody five to start off with. There are some people who are born with certain advantages as far as the quantity. This is real tough teaching here, and I don't shy away from it because God is still God. He's still just. He's still good, even in his diverse way of blessing us. Can we talk about it? Then let's do it. Yeah, man. (laughs) Listen now, that means giving one, giving to one, he gave five, to another, he gave two, to another, he gave one. No person can complain that he has been forgotten. The master gives to everybody. No one can complain of the diversity of the gifts. It is the master who has done it. The master has, we're talking about God now. The master has the absolute, listen to this. Mother Priscilla would call this word sovereign here. The master has the absolute right over his own goods and the servants cannot find fault with the distribution, which means nobody, no servant has has a case where we can complain about what he gave us. Come on, somebody. That was a bomb right there. I'm gonna find one every episode, boy. Neither one of us has the right or the or let me quote Barack Obama book. We neither one of us has the audacity of hope to look up to heaven and complain about the hand that we've been dealt. God have blessed every one of us according to his own desires, number one, because it's his gifts that he has given us, it is his blessings that he have given us and he has distributed unto what at his own will and the master has an absolute right over his own goods and the servants cannot find fault with the distribution. You have no case. It's been thrown out of court. He who has little, the one who have one talent should not envy the one who has received five talents. Can I say that again? The one in the kingdom of God who has one talent you should not envy him who has received five talents for he has the greater labor and the greater account to give for who has much should not despise him who has little, the one who have five cannot look down on the one who have one because it is the sovereignty. It is a sovereign of the master that has made the distinction when I was watching this between the five and the one it was suited listen to this according to their ability which also God gave them it wasn't just oh I made you this way and you can only have the five and you can only have the one no even your ability this is good teaching man Even your ability to handle. Because this is what he said. He said he gave to everyone according to their ability. Man, when I was a young Christian, that word jumped out to me. I I really never heard us deal with that. I said, why are we skipping over according to their ability? That is something right there. That's gold. And why we're not discussing this? That means that not only he gave them the money, he gave them the ability. So if God wanted everybody to have five, 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 all he had to do was increase their ability and they would have it. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Follow me. If you ain't following me yet, man, we're going to get this thing here. Watch this now. So he who has much should not despise the one who has little. The one who has little should not despise the one who has much because it was God that has given it to him and he fitted it in place. As providence has fixed him, as God has already set him up, it was sufficient enough for him to move about in this earth and get and, and accomplish what he needed to accomplish. Number three about the master, we're still on point number one. Number three about the master is, number one, in case you're missing me, the master gave out his kindness, the master distributed these goods diversely, and the master also distributed his talents with wisdom. He gave to each according to their ability, that is to say the power he had to improve what was given. Everybody has been given an ability to improve what has been given unto you. It would not be just to make a servant responsible for what he has no natural or what he is incapable of managing. Why would God, now watch this, this is gonna be important when you get down to rebuking the one who had one talent. Why would God rebuke you if you were not responsible? Or, or incapable of managing what he have given you. That means what he have given you, he has made you capable of handling. Let me share it again. What he has placed in your hands, God have also made you capable of handling. That's why you're going to be held accountable. These good words I love here. That's why you're going to be held accountable of what you did with what he made you capable to handle. My God. So when I hear this, this is where wisdom come in. Let me finish this part here. When I hear this, I hear something that God is trying to get to us. That's a deeper understanding. The powers with which men have, God has given it to us. He says he gave to each one according to their ability. He gave their money according to their ability. He gave them money according to their ability. One more time. He gave them his money according to their ability. But wait a minute. God also lets you know. He gave them their ability as well. We focus on the talents and what wasn't given, and we do not focus on the ability that was given to each man and who gave it to him. Watch this now. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so. Listen, drop me an email at Jesse Canty podcast at yahoo.com. J.S.S.E.C.A.N.T.Y. podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. These powers, God suited it for his grace and blessings to them, to the most that's going to come back to him. He gave them their ability in the best formula that's going to bring God back glory. He set them up to succeed. He did not set you up to fail. Though he may make one vessel of honor and another for dishonor, yet both are for the master's use. Both are appointed and and capacitated to show forth his glory. Now let's get into this thing. When we deal with the word ability, it means the quality or state of being able. The word ability means to hold. Let's use water. That means you is able or capable to hold water or something physical or something mental or even some legal power to do something. Now, are you seeing where I'm going now? So the money that we started out talking about is not just limited to money. If you can understand that the talent he given these servants represented money, that means according to their ability to handle it, he gave them the money and the ability. But the word ability means that you're able to hold. That means you're able to hold it physically. That means you're able to maintain and hold it mentally. That means you're able to hold and maintain it legal power to do something. So now your money spreads to not just physical money, but it can also do to a mental thinking. He can say, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. He can talk about increasing your your ability mentally. He can talk about giving you all power. Now you have legal power to hold something. So your ability is not just tied to the talents that he given you. Your ability is also tied to the anointing and to the thinking that you have. You think on another level. And if you can think, watch this, let's go back to the ground first. You physically managed on another level. If you can physically manage your talent on another level, you can think mentally on another level. If you can think on another level, you're going to grow in life to where you have the legal authority slash anointing. You're able to operate on another level. And when you put that together, it leads up to the second definition of the word ability. It also means capacity. It also means capability. When you look up the word capability, now it's straight legal competency. Is the potential or suitability for holding, storing, or accommodating a large capacity, the maximum amount or number that can be contained or accommodated. So I did not call this Lord increase my ability because then I'm only focusing on increase increase my talents or the money you have given me. But I want to focus on Stella increasing the money that he gave. I want to bypass that one and look at the last thing he said he gave to each man according to their ability, which will lead to a deeper understanding that he gave to every one of us according to our capacity that means God says is which instead of asking me to increase your talents I may get off the ground I may not get back to the points he says instead of asking me to increase your talents instead of you just focusing on me giving you more money he says a wise would see past that and realize that yes I distributed with kindness and I also distributed uh, unto you with wisdom and I also distributed unto you diversely because I can do what I want to do Your my money unto you he said but if you had wisdom you will see something deeper than me giving you the amount of money I wanted you to have he says you'll see that I also gave you the key called ability that deeper un- with with deeper understanding, it leads to your capacity. So if you're operating in divine heavenly connection, you're going to look up to God and say, Lord, I have found a new prayer that not just asking for you to increase me financially, but rather more across the board God, increase my capacity. Give me, put me in position for how I feel got something on this man. God, give me the legal competency. Make me competent. Make me capable. Make me able. Make me fit to handle maximum capacity in life. Make, give me the potential. Give me the suitability to hold, so to store, to accommodate and large capacity. Make me, make me able, Father, to hold the maximum amount or, number that can be contained and accommodated. Listen what I'm saying. Listen what I'm not saying. I'm, not, I'm also not saying this. I'm saying, uh, I'm not saying God just give me things. I'm really saying, God, give me everything that you know Jesse can handle and give me nothing. That I cannot handle. Bring me to my maximum amount of living and the number that I can contain and accommodate. God, increase my capacity. Point number two, the service who improve their talents. Not only you can improve your talent. So God showed me that you do not have to focus on just getting that bag. Focus on improving your capacity. God said, if you focus on the work, number one, it's three ways to improve your capacity. Number one, the work was speedily begun. As soon as the master gave them the money and the talents and departed, so soon they begin to put in the work and the labor. There is not a moment to be lost. Every moment has, has its grace. Every grace has its employment and everything. Everything is to be done. Eternity. So what are you doing with God with what God has placed in your hand? This is how you ask God to increase your capacity. You must first be working speedily and faithfully with what you have. If you're going, uh, you go we want some more cars, then work the cars that have been dealt dealt unto you. These were from the hands of slaves that God have given unto them, them. Point number two, the work was carried out Even in the face of difficulty or with little success, you have no excuse because you're not a millionaire. You have no excuse because you're just making ends meet, but they stayed faithful over the money and the talents that was given to them, even despite the, the, with difficulties or with little success. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came back, Matthew 25, 19, the master was alone. It was long before he returned, but they did not relax. The longer time, the greater improvement. God gives everyone, every man just enough time to live in this world, to glorify His Maker, and to get His soul saved. Many begin well and continue for a faithful time, but how few persevere until the end! So, number two is that you got to learn how to carry on and persevere, persevere, excuse me, persevere until the end, even with difficulties. Point number three: Your work will be crowned with success. At the end, they double the sum which they had received. Every grace of God is capable of greater improvement. Jesus himself, the pure and immaculate Jesus grew in wisdom. He grew in favor. I'm, I'm, listen, the next podcast is going to be off the chain, y'all. It's going to be connected to this. Jesus grew in wisdom. He grew in favor with God. That means you have the ability to grow in life and not just go in life. Every person, let me talk to you the last few minutes. Every person have been given an opportunity by God not to get jealous of people who have. The enemy want to wake you up and look around and see your brother and sister get blessed in different areas. Financially, authority wise, in all errors. I can go on and on and on and have you set back with a jealous conniving, murdering spirit. It goes back to Cain and Abel. That feeling that twitch, I'm going to call it that twitch that's connected to that evil one. That little twitch that, that you feel in your heart. Don't act like it's not there. You have. You may not feel it now because you've overcame it but at some point in your life when you saw your brother and your sister begin to get what you've been asking God for or they continue around blessed again, blessed again and they You seem like you struggling and they're not struggling. It was a twitch. That you felt in there Your nose kind of flared up a little bit That is the sign that the evil one Is on the property And what you have to do Is begin to rebuke that spirit Because what the enemy wants us to do Is fight against people Who has the ability to maintain What God have given them Instead of you fighting Or getting jealous against someone That is not for us to do Because all of us has been blessed By a just master Instead of looking at and counting your talents or your money, you ought to go to God and say, God, increase my capacity. That means God, if I, and this is good because I have this in my restaurant, if I am a two ounce cup. I use two ounce cup in my clothes and I use two ounce cups as the ranch. You can hold the ranch and the blue cheese. I give you that. You can take your wings and dip it in the two ounce cup. The two ounce cup was never meant for you to drink. The two ounce cup was never meant to fulfill the whole thirst of a table. It was meant for you to dip into it. Then I got an eight ounce cup, excuse me, a 12 ounce cup, a six ounce cup. I got a six ounce cup that holds your beans and your slaw. That was never meant for you to put Kool-Aid in it. That was never meant for you to pass it around so everybody can take a sup and eat your dinner. That was just for your side. That was another level of living. And then I have from the six ounce cup, I got a 12 ounce cup. This right here was specifically meant for the uh, the kids. If you got a little child, ain't no need of giving them a cup too big. Let's give them one talent. Let's give them two talents. Let's give them a 12 ounce cup. You sip out of that 12 ounce cup. And when you need more, I can. We can give you free refills. Then all of a sudden, we have got an average adult size, which is a sixteen ounce cup. And when you have the sixteen ounce cup, you can not only drink your meal and get enough of the meal, but before you leave, you can go back and top it off, and you got just enough probably to get you to the house. And when you get to the house, you can pop your knee feet up and finish the last... <laughs> finish the last little bit before you even watch Andy Griffin. And then we have at the end called a jumbo cup, which is the 32-ounce cup. Those are the ones that most people want to get because you're saying, man, look at the capacity on that one, boy. You could not only get it to the house, but you can watch two or three episodes of uh, Andy Griffin. And you can even probably fall asleep and put it in the refrigerator and finish it in the morning. And most people want the jumbo cup. But if you got wisdom, you ask God to give you the capacity and increase your capacity. And he won't, he won't limit you to any ounces he won't limit you to what people can hold or see in your hand he'll give you things riches that your eyes haven't seen he'll give you stuff that nobody else can even point to and count what you have in fact if you ask for God capacity he'll give you sugar if you ask for God capacity he'll give you lemons if you ask for God capacity he'll give you water so even what you make today you're still storing up for some tomorrow come on somebody God increase my capacity so what you have given me Lord will be used not only to feed me and my family but I will feed generations I'll be able to bless people from the north I'll be able to bless people from the south east and west God I no longer limit myself whatever you want to do with me have your way My time is up. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray your anointing upon this. God. I pray that somebody got it. I pray somebody getting it. Be glorified in this thing, God. And God, even let this continue into the next episode. In Jesus, by the name I pray, Lord, increase my capacity. How bad do you want it? Uh, 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 Pursuing my destiny. Pursuing That's swipe, spelled with a Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.